Lineup. Lineup. Locked. Locked. Where every day is Sunday. This fantasy football podcast is brought to you by CreatorRank.com. Are you ready for some football? Follow us on Twitter at CreatorRank and find us on Facebook and YouTube. Now, get ready. Ready? And lock it in. It's that time, time to lock it in. It is Sunday night, and this is the waiver episode of Lineup Locked, a Create a Rank podcast. This is Zach, your host. My player two is Matt Reller. What's up, my man? Happy Sunday night. Yeah, you as well. Just out here living the dream as always. You know it. What a weird day in the NFL, am I right? Yeah, there's <laughs> the day of the backup quarterback just balling out. Right. <laughs> Danny Dimes season, the uh, top fantasy performance ever from a quarterback on his first start. Four touchdowns and 336 yards. And then, uh, yeah, Kyle Allen go nuts. Oh, my gosh. It's been a weird day. Not to mention. Everyone expected him to just come out and throw four touchdowns, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I I, I did say on the pod, I know you listened to our uh, waiver pod, yeah. I did say that I expected – the receiving core to still be just as good, if not better. And they were better. So that was exciting. That was exciting for Carolina. Speaking of weird, so I have an English bulldog. Her name's Ellie. Probably the the, the cutest ugly dog in the world, right? Really cute to me, but she's, you know, got the teeth hanging out thing. She decided that she... She decided she was going to eat a frog during Sunday Night Football, and that was the most exciting thing that happened during the game. So... Could have been like my dog the other day eating a peach pit, and then you have to go pay a hundred bucks for them to pump his stomach. Well, yeah, my son was like, Ellie's on the back patio foaming at the mouth. I think she has rabies. I'm like, oh no, she just doing what dogs do. I look outside, and she is like foaming, like, look like she like had Mr. Bubble Bath all over her, just foaming everywhere. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So, so we go outside to search for what what happened. Like, I'm thinking right. the neighbors poisoned her. I don't know what's going on. And she tried to eat a frog. The frog's still alive. And apparently it's a it's a thing. If a dog tries to eat a frog, it makes them foam at the mouth. They could vomit, get delirious, and die. So we're Whoa. having, like, a panic attack. The first thing you're supposed to do is, like, rinse their mouth out. So this dog, who's huge and way stronger than she looks, we're trying to hold her down and, you know, spray her face down with a hose. It was uh, it was quite the experience. It was, she was uh, mad about that life, I'm sure. Yeah. So I've got all this going on. I'm in the middle of a game in my CBS league where all I need is Nick Chubb to not score six more points than Todd Gurley, and I'll secure victory. And well, that didn't work out for me in a in, no. a, in a funky week. By like so, a whole point, right? Yeah, yeah, it sucked. So we'll see. we'll see. It wasn't a good week for for me. I went five and one last week, and I'm looking at like two and. Two and four is what I'm thinking this week's going to finish up as. We'll see. But uh, anywho, for the listeners at home or for you, the the pup now is refusing to leave my side. She's just sitting beside me. So if you hear snoring, it's not me, I promise. It's uh, it's this little English bulldog that's refusing to leave my side after her traumatizing, uh, sure. uh, traumatizing 
she's the one that tried to kill a frog, and she's the one that's traumatized. Whatever. It's, hey, man. That's you life. Know, life comes at you fast. Just ask Odell Beck. <laughs> yeah, well, who do you think was faster tonight? Was it Fair Odell? Hell. Was it Todd Gurley, or was it the two Amish guys who were drunk driving a horse buggy and still got away? Which Which do you think was actually faster? Um, Aaron Dowdle. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I like where you went with that one. Did you hear well, about that? No, I didn't. <laughs> they had a 12-pack of Michelob Ultra they left behind. They abandoned their buggy and ran away from the cops, so they got pulled over because of uh, <laughs> because of questionable behavior, and they escaped. This happened in Ohio, by the way. It's a horse and buggy, and it's Michelob Ultra. What's questionable about any of this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so speaking of questionable... It's time to talk waivers. It's time to uh, tell our listeners what moves need to be made. And it, there's really not much, man. Like, I, I would say that my one disclaimer um, for this is check your waivers. I bet a lot of people dropped MVS, uh, Val Scantling, and he finally came to life a little bit. But unfortunately, you're looking at kind of the way it's going to be. I, this Packer offense needs to wake the heck up. It's like... One receiver goes off a week. Aaron Rodgers is getting you 17 points. Like I'm just waiting. I know what's gonna happen. He's just saving it for Dallas. I know that's what I know what that's what it is. I know. Man, I'll be saving it up for Philly on Thursday. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, they seem to have like one quarter where they just look right, and then the other three they're just trying to figure stuff out looking as bad as Baker out there. I know and, and you know the, the Eagles are that's a desperation game for them. They're one and two. They they lose to the Packers one and three. <sighs> it's at Lambeau. As a Packer fan, I'm so nervous. It's, it's in Lambeau. As weird as it is, uh, I'm so scared. <laughs> and it's in Lambeau, right? I think so. I'm going to have to double check on that. Man. Sorry, I'll pull up the schedule quick. That's a good, a good one. It, yeah, no, that's and, gonna be. And that's fire. why. And, and when we cover waivers, the guy yeah, that I actually, one of the guys that I have ranked fourth, but it depends on your need for a win, is uh, just to cover some of the highlights of the day. First off, I've mentioned them on every pod. All the man does is score ten points a week in PPR. With the bye weeks coming up, you need somebody like that. It's Preston Williams on Miami once again, yeah. ten points, and he dropped a touchdown too. By the way. Um, I predicted the Josh Allen to Preston Williams would be a thing, and it looks like it's going to be the targets were there. Yeah, Josh Rosen, excuse me. The targets were there, so I'm I'm definitely digging that. Um, One guy, while Rosen was out for that little bit, uh, Fitz was looking his way too. Yes, yeah, Rosen missed one. Like, what is it? Two snaps? I think maybe. Uh, he missed an entire series. It was gotcha. Three, four plays. It was oh, he's getting checked out for yeah. concussion or something. So he went to Gronk's party tent for a little while. <laughs> so I think I think so. Val Scantling's one I want everybody to check on. The other is Golden Tate. He's only forty percent owned, and he's coming back soon. So yeah. uh, this was a one more week. It'll be out right. He comes back week five. So yeah. Danny yeah. Dimes is looking like he's going to be able to throw that ball all over the place. So Golden Tate could definitely help your roster if he's sitting on waivers. For sure. So who uh, who do you have that's notable that uh, you want our listeners to, to target on waivers? Well, that just jostled the memory that Chris Herndon's got four, right? 
Yeah, so week five is when he yeah. would come back, right? Yeah. So I might be sneaky and grab him ahead of time this week. Um, also, I think Philip Dorsett should be owned. Yes. He's available in 95% of leagues. Yes. So <laughs> go get him. He appears to kind of fill that Antonio Brown hole. So, yeah, go get him. He had he, a touchdown. Today. Yep, another touchdown. He had a touchdown week one with AB out. Um, and then I would also say go pick up DJ Chark. We're going to keep saying him until he's... <laughs> Not eligible for this list. I don't think he will be next week. I think that the <laughs> primetime game and everyone watching it, and I think Garner Minshew is becoming like a national phenomenon type thing. That's I, true, but the weird thing about Thursday night games is people forget. Like they get into Sunday and it all goes nuts, and you kind of forget about those dudes that played on Thursday. So he might be in. A little sneaky grab right there. That's true, but a lot of people, like I know my wife, the way she plays waivers a lot of times is she looks at projections, and uh, mm-hmm. that's kind of where she goes. So I would I would wager that he would be one of the top four projections probably at this point um, on waivers. He, yeah, I, I know in like my little family, like I was giving people advice this weekend about, you know, now that it's week three, they're asking me more, like, who should I hit? That kind of stuff. And DJ Shark's actually surprisingly low in some of the projections. Really? He's okay. Fifth or sixth on that, on who is available, at least in the league, I was giving somebody advice on. I was like, this dude, and they're like, he's that low. I was like, I don't care. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's going to right. gonna, gonna go over that. So I think some of the systems are still kind of hating on the Jags offense. Okay. Um, Another dude I would grab is Daryl Williams. Looks like he's getting a bunch of run in Kansas City. I don't know if that was just kind of what they saw on film and what he was good at, or if that's going to be a thing if Damian Williams is really going to miss a couple more weeks or something. Yeah, Shady did get re-injured during the game and did not finish. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But even before the game, they said, hey, Daryl Williams is going to have a role. Right. So in some deeper leagues, people scrambled and grabbed him. But I'm thinking in even like a regular kind of family league, go get him. I think he's going to have a role. Even if Shady is able to play, I think he's going to be more limited again anyway. Yeah, it looks like he had like 70 combined yards, something something yeah. like that. He, he looked like he had a little bit of juice too, and like he could create his own yards, and I like dudes that can do that. So yes. they usually are a little more game script, not dependent. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to think of the right words. And if you were playing, uh, yeah, and if you were playing waiver roulette with the uh, with the uh, wide receivers that you picked off waivers the last two weeks on Kansas City, you won on both accounts because they both got a touchdown. Yeah, I know I was hating on Demarcus Robinson, but he came through for people. So and a heck of a catch too, by the way. Speaking of playing wide receiver roulette, (laughs) AJ Brown is about ninety two percent available. I think he's. Kind of a good ad. They have a decent matchup next week. I'm going to double check who it is, but I know that's why I wrote them down. And uh, course, yeah, they play the Falcons in Atlanta. They're going to need kind of all hands on deck, and that secondary hasn't looked great at stopping people. So I and, think he's a sneaky ad. And I think we both. I think I smell a quarterback change of Bruin. And yeah, I think Tannehill might be a little better for the wide receivers' fantasy value. Not not a ton. But a, a little bit better. I think enough because 
like I was saying in the offseason, what I think you do, and they've appeared to actually make me look good, and that <laughs> you're going to kind of be run first with Derrick Henry and kind of soften up the defense, and then you're going to go play action. And for some reason, Mariota's hesitating a lot on those throws. And I think Tannehill's just going to kind of let it fly because he's playing with house money, so who cares if he looks bad, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Kind of Fitzpatrick-esque. Where he comes in, is like, whatever, man. If I throw picks, I throw picks. Who cared? Not gonna bench me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I would take the gamble. And AJ Brown has looked like the better receiver than Corey Davis to this point. He has. He's looked very good. I know good. he's a rookie, but man, I don't know what's up with Corey. Davis. He just hasn't looked right. He had a really good sideline catch, but it it was for like four yards. Right. This one, it's like <laughs> he just. Ah, uh, he's he's lacking something, and I don't know what it is. Um, the other guy I want to mention real quick, he plays tomorrow, but I think Paul Richardson could be a nice sneaky ad going into week four, going into bye weeks. They play the Giants, and you saw what Mike Evans was able to do to him. And Case Keenum has looked like he can ball out, so I would be willing to add him. Okay, I like it. So what I noticed was um, a lot of notable performances today, and I kind of took to people that might be rising stars. These guys are going to all be pretty low-owned. Um, I mentioned on our pod that we did Friday, and I know you were on, weren't on it, but we were talking about speculative ads that I, I told people to go get, and one of those names was Deontay Johnson, and he had 52, yep. 52 yards and a touchdown, uh, outperformed James Washington, who most people were actually running to, to secure on their team if he wasn't already picked up. He's only 0.7% owned, so he's available in literally every league. Like, literally the only league he's not available in is the two I grabbed him in in ESPN. So, and also the other two I grabbed him in in sleeper. Yeah, he's, he's literally, I think I own him in the in the 0.7% of ESPN. Like, literally. Um, go. You need to get him. If, uh, if you're an Antonio Brown owner, I think that either him or Dorsett are the 1A, 1B uh, waiver moves to make this week to try to fill that void if you're not able to make a trade. I really do. Um, as far as tight ends, we're playing this game where, man, I hit on Hawkinson week one. I'm like, hell yes, man. I got this guy. He's going to be great. He's going to have a, a four-point floor. That's that's okay for tight end. And yikes. You're talking about one point and point seven. I mean, it's just one catch a week. I did have a touchdown that bounced off his belly, so it could have been a better performance, but you're obviously freaked out and probably losing if you've started in the last two weeks. On Houston, uh, Fells, their tight end, showed a little bit of smoke today, 50 yards and a touchdown, so there's certainly worse things. Don't get me wrong. He's like third or fourth fiddle. It's very volatile, but he's there. Uh, Dawson Knox for Buffalo's another tight end who looks like he might jump into the streaming conversation. 67. His middle name is Ford, by the way. Really? I like no. it. He had 67 <laughs> yards now. and a touchdown as well, so, so. he looked good. And uh, the king of the waivers for me on tight end this week will be Disley if he's not picked up yet. Uh, two weeks in a row, man. 62 yards and a touchdown this week, so it's becoming a trend. <laughs> Um, other notables is Ronald Jones was probably scooped up and then redropped after his terrible performance on Thursday yeah. night. 121 combined yards for Ronald Jones. It's 
Talk I'm going to put a pause on that one just because they play the Rams next week, Ugh. and that defense is ridiculous. Yeah, you can't man. play him. That's, what I'm, that's why I don't have him ranked. Like, I'm going to do my power yeah. rank for my yeah. five, and he's not in my top five. It's somebody that needs to be rostered, though. He, it's I just a, wanted to clarify that. For yeah, me. yeah. It's, it's a all, roster. It's a roster and, and don't play. Uh, yes, yes. As I also stated on, on Friday, I'm going to piggyback it with Philip Dorsett, 53 yards and a touchdown. Dante Pettis is another one where if you're picking up the stash, don't you're not going to start the man. It's funky in San Fran. They're bouncing all over the place. He did have well, fun. You know why you're not going to start him next week? Because it's his bye, which yes. is why you can probably pick him up because he's got no projection. But he had five targets and a touchdown. So if you have the room on your bench, it, it's 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 good. It's a good stash. But I would I rather. Agree. I agree. I just I, wanted the people to know. Hey, oh yeah. Gonna play. Same with the Jets. If you pick up any Jet, they're not gonna play next. Well, week. I would personally rather because uh, I know people are probably gonna drop Debo after forty yards and it's his buy, after forty yeah. yards and a buy. So I would rather not pick up Pettis and pick up the scraps when people drop him. Personally, that's. Yeah. I think he's a better player for sure, and I think. Nelson Aguilar, man, I was hating on it, and not a great game, but he got two touchdowns. And yeah, and and what's good about that is Jeffrey might play Thursday, but Deshaun's not going to. So you're looking right. at another good game out of Aguilar, possibly at least the volume and the targets are going to be there in what is a must-win game for the Eagles. So right. I personally think that's why they held Deshaun out because it sounded like he was maybe going to go. Right. They didn't want him to re-injure himself so they could have him for Thursday, I think. Yeah, 12 targets, Aguilar did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the wow. targets were there, but only 50 yards. So not not that's no, not too exciting. But no, the number one, the breaking news, the biggest news of all of this is that yeah. uh, Barkley is going to miss, we don't know how much time yet. Could be eight I weeks. Could be eight. Could be two to four. I'm thinking four-ish. I remember, because I'm a Big Ten dude, I remember that if he had like a weird ankle thing and his projection was like two to six weeks or whatever, he uh-huh. was usually at the front end of that. So he's kind of that freak healer. Um, I would guess it's probably about a two to three week miss with a high ankle sprain for an elusive running back like that. I don't think they're going to rush him back. There's no point to. I mean, Daniel Jones gives you a little hope because they beat the Buccaneers, but I I mean, you got to be smart with your franchise player, right? There's no way you're going to put him out there at 80%. Not on this team. There's What are you gaining by doing that? Well, what's crazy is like Wayne Gallman is available in 99% of leagues. That's the cuff. He's literally yeah. the only guy. He's just not very good at football. But, but, yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Yeah, he's the cough, but are you going to add him? Because I would rather go add, like, Daryl Williams. You know, in a, in a standard league where volume's king, you could probably do worse, right? I don't I'm know. I'm not saying you couldn't do any worse. It just, it would make me nervous. Well, think about <laughs> Especially it. Especially because you're going against the Redskins' decent defense, too. Oh, yeah. Well, I got, I have 10 guys. Ten guys listed here that, that that caught my eye as being gotcha. a potential ad for this week, and three are Giants. You've got Daniel Jones, who absolutely yeah. made the case to be rostered. Golden Tate needs to get that user. That that percentage needs to be up to 70 minimum. And then Gallman, 
You, I mean, if you got Barkley, you have to try. I mean, you have to try to get one of the three running backs we talked about, right? Agreed. So you you need a fill in. You probably don't have a guy just to, to to fade right into that spot because the 49ers are on by next week too. There's no Tevin right. Coleman coming back. There's no Mostert. There's no Jeff Wilson. There's none of those guys that you can just pick up and, and plug in. So you're you're in trouble. You know, Sony Michelle yeah. is is he even going to be the starter next week oh, with the way man. things are going? I mean, I gotta, no. Rex yeah. Burkhead has looked so much better. Yeah, Damon Harris was finally active. You didn't see any run, but. That might change next week with the way Sony's been looking, man. Yeah, he got the touchdown, but that's about all he gave you. That was a rough game for him. Yeah. So are you ready for my power rank? I have power rank my top five. Yeah, go for it. So for me, the the fifth priority for me is Wayne Goldman. He's the one I want least. Okay. And it, it this is a weird waiver this week because it's – Man, if you're if you're dying at tight end, I, I could put Disley as my number one priority this week. And if you're an Antonio Brown owner as receiver, and if you're uh, a Saquon Barkley owner, it's one of the running backs, right? But for me, I think that in order of talent and in order of what it can make mean for you next week is how I tried to rank this. So I got Gallman at five. Yep. Um, I've got Aguilar sitting at four for me. Once again, he's only 37% owned. I have Will Disley at number three, 24.3% owned, by the way. I've got Philip Dorsett, number two, who's only 5.2% owned. And my number one out of the week on waivers is Deontay Johnson. It is 0.7% ownership. I think he is immediately a flex play. Like, it, immediately. He's a, he's that, that wide receiver 3-4 candidate right out the gate right now. Yeah, I agree. No, that's, that's, I can co-sign on that. Okay. What else you got? Do you got any more guys on your list that uh, we should look out for? No, I'm kind of peeking through here, and I'm just not seeing anything that's kind of jumping out at me. Greg Olson's too own dimension. Sterling Shepard, too own dimension. Right. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just not seeing anybody that's got a great matchup next week, and I'm like, yeah, I want to go grab that guy. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, there's a lot of, like, Really good teams playing the really bad teams, and then just the bad teams playing each other. Well, do you also want to know why you want Will Disley? And do you want to know why Will Disley is such a priority add? Next week they play the Cardinals. I was just going to say they play the Cardinals, and they're not going to need them. Uh, well, no, they no. Think about it. No, they will need them. The Cardinals are giving up the most points to tight ends. Period. Greg Olson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Greg Olson. Two, Greg Olson. Two touchdowns today. Mark Andrews. Yeah. Two touchdowns the week before. T.J. Hawkinson at 27 points week one. So all the Cardinals have done is given up double-digit points, the tight ends. So I absolutely want Disley on my team. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's something. Speaking of which, did you see Russell Wilson, like 40, 40 fantasy points today? Where did that come from? <laughs> no idea. They were in a weird fight all game. I watched most of that one. It was just a funky start. Like, they were in a deep hole because they had the punt return for a touchdown and a fumble recovery for a touchdown. So they were down 14 nothing quick. So oh, they had man. To scramble. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a real I've got a real cute story for you on that real quick. So the guy that, that beat me that I just had was Gurley versus Chubb, right? And he beat me by a point. Um, he switched out his defense. He had the Chargers D in at 305, 
and he switched it to New Orleans. And I looked at it, and I was like, oh, man, I actually got a chance in this. That defense isn't going to do anything versus Russell Wilson. And I was right. But they scored two defensive touchdowns. So Against not Russell Wilson. Yeah. It's so it's a fumble and a punt. Yeah. So I like, ah. Oh. Chris Carson's not even on my team, and he finds a way to F me over, man. <laughs> it's all because Chris loves him because he's an Oklahoma State boy. Yeah. For sure. For sure. That's fired, Chris. That's right. I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's I think that's it for this episode. We appreciate you guys uh, checking in and chiming in for the lightning round of waiver wire. Uh, once again, in in my opinion, I think Deontay Johnson is the number one ad. He is a starting wide receiver. Once again, this is my order for what I think season long can happen with these guys. If you are 0-3, if you are 1-2 and and in dire straits, I think that Aguilar, Disley, and Gallman might have a little bit more today draw. It just depends on what your team needs. But I think we mentioned some real good guys. And by the way, if you're a Jimmy G owner and have no other quarterback, I'm picking up Danny Dimes and I'm starting him, like, period. So Or peek around for the Gardner because he's pretty wide. Yes, the, the Minshew. Oh. Beowulf himself. Um, I will say that if you're 0-3, I think your home run swings are Philip Dorsett and DJ Chark. Like those two have some staying power. Everybody else we've mentioned, like Daryl Williams, AJ Brown, Paul Richardson, it's kind of a weekly churn that bottom bottom of your roster. Right. But I think those top two and Disley, if you're gonna stream the tight end position, I agree with, especially against the Cardinals, just light them up, have fun. Oh, for sure. I wish I would have been thinking a weekend ahead. I would have already picked him up because he was on waivers. He was picked up last night in one of my in my one league that I need a tight end, and I was like, ah, I wasn't even thinking. No. Yeah, what you gonna do though? Man, it's a hard it's knock life. life. Football man, that is. All right, my man. Well, right. that is that is lineup locked. Uh, check out the waivers. Um, as always, I've been getting a lot of uh, DMs and uh, questions on Twitter, and that's perfect. Keep them coming. Uh, we're here to help you guys win the league and give you the best advice we possibly can. Um, uh, this is who to add. It gets tricky when it's who to drop, so feel free to hit uh, Chris, Lee, Matt, or myself, any of our of our podcast crew up with uh, who should you drop for this guy, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, if you need some help with that. And if we struggle, we'll send that over to the think tank, and we'll yeah. come back with some expert analysis for you. So. Absolutely. That'll free of charge, I promise. Yes, we do not mind kicking it around to make sure we give you the no. majority yeah. vote, not just what one of us thinks. So that's always important. This is Lineup Locked, and we are out. A Creator Rank podcast. Peace. Peace.